Hey, Heather. Hi. How are you? Oh my! Oh, look at that. Good. Yeah, I know the daylight's a little jarring. Yeah, I'm in the outdoors today. There's also a puppy on my lap. That's oh. happening. <laughs> that's that's Disco. He's our our uh, unofficial guest. And you have a sexy like gamer headset on too that I let's wish not speak of that, please. <laughs> yeah, wish everybody could see it. Yeah. No, not a visual medium on purpose. <laughs> well, how, how are you? Ah, Mercury's went, in fucking retrograde. What can Mercury you is retrograding. Everyone's fighting. <laughs> Everyone's miscommunicating. Yes, there's uh, a lot of angst in the air. Whatever, we can deal with it. Yeah, we're an angsty people, so we can process it. I usually just hide, and that's that's my mo at this point. Yeah, sorry you have to talk to us today. <sighs> so I guess I'll just go straight into. We got a fucking cool guest with us today. We have Dave Bats. Hey, come on oh. in here. Your screen says Jen Bats, though. Your and wife the is crowd wonderful. goes wild. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mrs. Uh, the Mrs. Uh, is oh, in the other part of the, of the house. And, wonderful. Uh, we do want to have her on separately. I wanted to. Yeah, we were just talking too. about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I, Good idea. So how the hell are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, we um, we survived. I know. And you actually, that is one thing I do want to talk about. So for the, the public, uh, Dave and Jen run, or used to run, I don't know how you feel about it now, Release the Bats, long-running death rock club in Long Beach, mm-hmm. very close to my heart. And during pandemic times, you like really went full, full twitch in a way that was fucking cool. Like it kind of kept our community going. Yeah, you know, uh, we we did that uh, amongst other uh, DJs from all over the world. You know, yeah. it was, uh, mm-hmm. heartbeat. <laughs> I, I was just at uh, I was in New York recently, and I was at what I'm kind of considering your sister club, Red Party. Oh yeah, yeah, it was really nice to like see it all come together in real life because I had seen the, them on um the sister on club Twitch stuff. Oh yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah, we're, we're really we're really um we will love those guys. Sean and Mondana are the uh, Dave and Jen of New York. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> and vice versa. And vice versa. Actually, you know, that we were just talking about this with those guys just a couple weeks ago about how Red Party is exactly 10 years. Everything they do is 10 years just before, well, 10 years behind us. So they just had their third anniversary where, where it would have been our 23rd, you know. And so it's exactly a decade. So everything they do is 10 years, you know, later. Yeah. I'm not worried. How am I worried in that? They came in, they, we, we started in 98, they started in 2008. There you go. So, and, but they're still going where we stopped. And so they have to stop then, I guess, would be uh, in uh, 2028. They have to stop. Is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got to keep going. There are rules. Yeah. There are rules here. 20 year mark. You can only do things for 20 years. <laughs> I have to say that I, I really enjoyed over, um, I've, I don't know how long you've been doing it, but you've been doing some Thursday mornings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where I'm Thursday. like, and I, I have to ask, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, this could be another, this could be a different Twitch stream of yours, but I'm like, is he drinking wine at seven in the morning? <laughs> I'm no. drinking wine at six at night. But you got to <laughs> respect that. It's like, I was just no. cracking up. I was like, is that wine? <laughs> no, actually what it is, to be honest, is uh, it's Guinness uh, Nitro Stout Coffee Beer. Oh, I, that's so, your morning beer? Morning beer. <laughs> makes, that I makes love sense. that. It's only alcohol and there's coffee in it. So it's just the best of both worlds, you know. That is so <laughs> but, uh, wise. But I learned the hard way, apparently. It's a seasonal beer made by Guinness. I didn't know that. So oh. now I'm, I'm effed. I don't even know what to do now. It's gone. Oh, so. shit. I'm so but sorry. I, I got to bring the morning show back again. I, I had to go on hiatus for a little bit, do the deal some things, steal some things. Okay. But I'm bringing now. it back again. I have lots of music to play. Oh, my God. Contemporary. I do- love the concept of a goth death rock morning show based on especially how shocked you were that i'm sitting in the daylight right now <laughs> and you you did mention to me that you have become a daywalker tell me tell me more Ooh, do tell well, well well it's you know it's not that romantic it's just that you know i had a day job you know for a long long time i've had day jobs and, yeah. and then i don't and then i do and then i don't but i had so this I... last one was fuck i don't know it was supposed to be temporary it's like 14 years but I was, it was supposed to be temporary, but I got paid well, la, la, la. But I had to juggle that job and release the bats and being in bands and being a DJ elsewhere. It was really fucking hard to do. But luckily, uh, I got, uh, I was asked to leave uh, <laughs> a few years ago, luckily. And, uh, and I was able to fall back on my, on my you know, real chosen path of, uh, as a music presenter, disc jockey, uh, a musician. Disc jockey. Yeah. Like disc jockey. DJ is DJ. 
when, when you hear the term DJ nowadays, uh, you think of, you know, kids and house music or dubstep. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's jockey. Yeah. That goes back to the 80s in my world, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, so I, I, I was able to go back on my chosen path, my real chosen path. And um, the pandemic was still in effect at that time. But and there was really no, not, not a lot of gigs. Not, I'm not, not talking about just club gigs, not clubs. I'm talking about other gigs that I, I do. I, I, now I'm a full-fledged DJ, disc jockey. I do a lot of different type of events. I'm doing, I'm doing one for a, for an animal, an animal um, organization, uh, animal rights organization. Oh, cool. I do first Fridays up here in Long Beach on the sidewalk where I do 80s on the sidewalk. Um, I do a kids event. I do this awesome I kids love event. that. Oh. It, the kids do. You wouldn't like the kids. The kids love me. <laughs> DJ Dave. I'm DJ Dave around this area where I live. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. And I have like little, little dudes like in soccer uniforms running up to me. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. I'm like, hey. Well, they recognize you from the Kidical Mass. It's a bike ride for kids. And the dad. Oh, walks. yeah. So, hi, Dave. I recognize you. So, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a real legit DJ in regular world and during the day and at daytime and things like that. And and I, I, I can't, I could say, I could say, they have no idea. Oh man, they have no idea. But, so you're, you're really daywalking. You're doing it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's between us. You know, they don't know that. We know that, you know, but, but the thing is the day job I had, it was a morning that, you know, nine to five thing. So that, that, that taught me how to stay up all night and go and stay yeah. up all day. <laughs> so I know what Jen's day job is. Can I ask you what your secret day job was? Cause I don't know. Oh no! I were I was in a I was in a purchasing department of a construction company, just oh. a, few, a few miles away. Yeah, right. Who cares? I mean, who fucking cares. And and you know, but it was easy. It was challenging, and oh, you know, gonna move up in the company, Dave. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm trying to get out of the company, to be honest. But it just lasted a long time. And they have health insurance and security, you know, and that's shit. And my sister worked there, so it was, oh. it was, it was a really neat thing. It was just a, it's a cool thing. But it was really fucking hard to juggle it all. It really was. But but with all that, I was able to save and, and do things. And, and now I'm at a point where I can be a DJ and I can travel again and I can do things. So yay me. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that actually is a thing that Heather and I have talked about on previous episodes that like in our community, it's pretty common for us not to necessarily know what our friends' day jobs are unless we're like very, very close friends. Right. And it's just like, it's this sort of secondary part of how we exist as a people whereas i feel like outside of this community your first question is like what do you do and that's a sometimes a shitty answer because our day job is not our favorite thing about ourselves yeah well not there to network we're there for the music exactly Exactly. that's why we're there we're going to we're going to whatever club we're not going to talk about no um pipe and fittings (laughs) and and for accounting hey hey hey, that's great uh, you know excel spreadsheet today no. what don't talk to me about spreadsheets i cannot handle no. it exactly what i'm talking about so we're not gonna talk about <laughs> being in front of bats we're not gonna be standing there smoking talking about you know photocopiers i, I don't know what the fuck you talk about work I, mean, I, don't I don't know how that works either that kind of thing we're gonna talk about music and rad shows and, and what we want to do with our life and what we yeah. aspire that's why that's why we do clubs and what we do it's because we live and breathe the world where we want to excel and do things that might not be necessarily, you know, um, accepted by the common people. The common people. I love that you said that. Uh, yeah, um, but I'm saying, you know, goth, we'll, we'll tap on some other things in a moment. But when you're goth people, where you're like us, well, this is it. Where, where else are you going to go? We're home. We're, yeah. we're artistic. We're dark. There's nothing else besides this except. You know, death. I mean, come on, <laughs> not really. But we're, more. You know, more, but I just got. That's what yeah. we do. We are. And that's how we can embrace this whole thing. But we're we're creative or artistic. That's what we talk about in front of bats on Seventh Street while we're smoking. Mm-hmm. Talk about creativity and awesome shit. You know, but the gaggle of sidewalk goths. Yeah. Yeah. A- anywhere. You know, that's what that's what we do. We could. You know, work is work. Who cares? <laughs> I have a guilty. I have a guilty admission in relation to your clubs. Um, I did. I was a patron of the Quesera, but I, what I used to go to what training bra, and then there was like the Good Foot, and then there was one one club called Sacrilege that I went to. That was Saturday nights. That was a goth, and then I've been to release the bats. But when I was first told about it, 
I literally was like, they're releasing bats. I can't be the only one. I can't what? be the only one. I literally was like, Heather, that's so literal. I can't believe you. You're a poet. No. Go with the metaphor. I seriously was like, is this a one-time event? I remember seeing the flyer and I'm like, they actually release bats in Long Beach? I am embarrassed for what is happening right now. No. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't. Don't worry. I did solve the mystery, but um, I just remember thinking like, I wonder if they have people that come here and ask, like ask. I think it's you. I think you're the answer. You know how they release doves at weddings? Come on. We're starting a revolution. Imagine that. So fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) In the case Iran is a very small space to release literal bats in. Yes, I know. No, but the metaphor, you're not wrong. When we first started, the name came from the birthday party. Yeah, of course. Release the bats. Right, right. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering where that origin, but yes. Maybe I can drop that in as an intro song for this episode. But, you know, reason 30 (laughs) seconds of it. it, Why? Why? it was that was because in, in metaphorically we were releasing bats in a way because at the time how we saw it in our, in our world it was stagnant for lack of a better word there was still stuff going on around shows here and there when the bands are still playing but there wasn't that that thing there wasn't that that thing that you did i don't know it's hard to explain you know, yeah you get it. i understand but, so, i do so release the bats was a release oh here we go yeah. we're releasing the bats well, it was sort of the, yeah. metaphorically speaking we did release bats so that's yeah. also why we're opening graves. It's a similar concept. <laughs> it's hey. the same. It, that's yeah. it. It's 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 uh you know we're we're uh, using uh, the clever words, but it, it's true. We, we metaphorically released bats. That's what yeah. we did. Something about the, the venue it, itself, it just felt like uh, just a it's a homey vibe. It's it's yeah. It's more like living room party. Um, oh, yeah. I you know I did my research on you. Yeah. Death Rock say. Dive Bar. Oh, I, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I've known you. <laughs> Time, but... I, I loved what you and uh, your wife said about um, how you guys wanted to, you wanted to just have parties in your house, but you wanted to have a party that didn't wreck your house. <laughs> yeah. and, there, and that's how you wound up where you did, which makes a lot of sense. I love that. So I want to know, first of all, I want to know about the beginning of Release the Bats, but I want to go back before that and ask you just like, why are we like this? How did we turn out like this? What's your origin story? Because we're weird. Well, yeah, but like, wh- how early did you have an indication that this was the way you were leaning? Honestly, I, mean, I don't want to sound stupid and campy, but forever. Um, I mean, no, even- I'm campy here. It's fine. <laughs> All right. As a child, you know, when you're little, yeah. Um, yeah, as a child, little, I'm talking like four or five years old. That's yeah. I was I was into horror and monsters. And I like to be scared and vampires, things like that. It, you know, and then and as you get older, you get into music. And that's when. Black Sabbath happened and Led Zeppelin and all these types of rock bands that were uh, you had to kind of think, you know, as if you're just listening to it because you're some metalhead and whatever. If you listen to it, you listen to this music and lyric words and actually follow the rhythm patterns and stuff. What was happening? I was becoming a musician as a child. I didn't realize it. And then I discovered a band called Rush. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> seven years so old. These were your ga- gateways to just be what's the what we word um not esoteric i don't know it's it's like a it, there's all these types of all this type of stuff all equals what we do and a lot of people have the same story dio and black sabbath and <laughs> the type of led zeppelin and dark bands and all these 60s dark bands and all this other stuff we all have these roots and but you know um and as all my other little friends running around running around town when we were little, seven, eight years old, nine, as I put a picture on my Instagram of when I was nine, I think eight, nine years old. I was that dorky kid that instead of wanting to go ride bikes and, and play with toys and shit and play Dungeons and Dragons, hey, why don't you come over and listen to the new Black Sabbath album? Hey, Dio has a new album. Who? So none of these kids that I was running around with were into music. I wanted to listen mm. to more listen to records and, and and try to find a deep meaning behind behind Diary of a Mad Mind, Mad Man by Ozzy Osbourne. Which you learn as an adult, there's none. It's just <laughs> it's all an act, like you know, like everything else. But yeah, I was also, that's a f- <laughs> that's interesting. I was really into the band Kiss too, really into Kiss as a little kid. So that was the makeup comes from. So right. I was always putting it on, putting it on wrong. So it's all about art and fantasy and dark, dark stuff like that. But what really happened was about 1985, about that time. I think I was 14, 15, and The Cure happened. Oh, that checks out. There you see in the conversation right now. Bye. Right. Done. <laughs> the cure happened. And I discovered the cure. 
And it was, it was the, I got into ninth or ninth grade and the cooler older kids, the seniors and shit in school, they were all like, you know, done up with hair and eyeliner and leather jackets and shit. And oh, oh wow. We had K-Rock Radio here, you know, LA oh. 1.7. There was New Order, OMD, The Cure, <laughs> stuff like that all at that time. Cheers to beers. Echo in the bunch. And uh, Susan the Banshees. Oh, oh, Susan the Banshees. So it's that... <laughs> That time, that seminal point in time in your life, and you're 13, 14, 15, you're discovering who you are and what you're going to be. Or or you don't, you choose a different path, and whatever happens, happens. But we chose this. <laughs> yeah. See? And we fell in love with this. There's something about this that makes us who we are. It's not like anything else. Goth, the word goth has been exasperated to its limits, but we're yeah. still. And even though the people that use that term and have over exasperated that term, they're gone. Those media sensationalists, Rolling Stone, that articles, Marilyn Manson, all that stuff. That's all over yeah. with. Yeah. All that shit's done. But guess what? We're still here. We still we're do still we're fucking doing. here. Yeah. And you, yeah. I respect you and Jen so much for like your lifetime commitment right. to the community, to the music, and to each other too. Like you guys are like the fucking yeah. staple couple. Dude, we are. I, I love her. It's like so gross. Much. Yeah. <laughs> to death. A long relationship that worked out. Okay. Well, you know what? We've known each other. I, we, I just got to talk to. I was at a. a I had a. I was at, with a meeting today with somebody about a, a DJ gig coming up in August for the Friends of Animals Long Beach. That's what it's called. Nice. And he, I got to tell the story. Uh, she and I a little bit. And uh, she said, "When did you guys meet?" I said, "Well, actually, we've known each other since we were 18. What? I said, "Yeah, yeah. since we were going to Helter Skelter and and and, and the clubs like that back in the old days, and uh, we were friends to begin with. And uh, and I've always made her laugh, and it worked." That's <laughs> work. Gods have a sense of humor too. It's fucking true. That's the other thing. We have an incredible sense of humor. We're you know, actually amazing. You know, <laughs> that's the other thing. Nothing phases us. What's going to phase us? What are you going to show us? It's death? A yeah. werewolf? Penis? What? What do you think is going to fucking make us? <laughs> a, a, a werewolf penis? What? <laughs> Here we go. What? What do you think is going to fucking phase us, dude? We're already. We've already surpassed that. The phase. We're, we're, well, we're, we also we kind of live in absurdity like we embrace absurdity and that's like how humor that's like a, a main component of of dark humor is li living in absurdity because like have you seen the world it's fucking yeah. it, what yeah you need, you need <laughs> fantasy to escape to but yeah. also not like i think we also deliver commentary which is not fantasy hmm. it's no, both like, it's really both yeah is are, is that party red party also murder of crows is that the same yeah yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you all about murder. Yeah, yeah, they're like I, huh, I guess that is a thing I do want to like talk about with you. Is about so all of us had a fucking pandemic, as the world is aware of, and I think that probably a lot of different communities did things like this. So I feel like the goth community did a really solid job of like coming together separately, and a lot of that was like things that you did on Twitch, having like a regular like. You did like release the bats night on Fridays or whatever. And some other clubs did on like Wednesdays, had their still a Wednesdays stream. I don't know. I just kind of want to ask like how that, what that like internal experience of like us all being separated, but like doing our best felt like on your end. You know, you know, that was so, it was almost, it was almost magical because it was so, it's just a fucked time. And honestly, who, who actually really knew what was going to happen? You know, we all thought oh, it'll be fine. We'll be fine. Well, do you know that? You know, they're not all scientists. But anyway, you know, so we're all in a really bad position, and it wasn't it wasn't really like a show must go on type attitude. I don't think with anybody. I think it was more like let's let's show solidarity to one another. You know, it was like community must go on. Yeah, and also on the on the same token as a promoter, hey, I had two hundred people at release bats, but I can have like ah uh, wow, who knows how many on yeah. Twitter. Holy shit. So no, now it became global. It was amazing. Amazing. And what happened was all these promoters got to know each other. All we, we all guest DJed on all these different shows in our house. Yeah. For, <laughs> we all heard great music. I mean, music you never heard. DJs from Prague, DJs from, from New Zealand, DJs from Long Beach, DJs from fucking <laughs> Canada, DJ from England, all playing incredible shit from their area with what's happening and a lot of local stuff too. So it, it as, as bad as the pandemic was slash still kind of is as bad as that was we we just excelled 
in our music world. We really did. And a lot of people learned a lot of stuff about a lot of music. And I did as well. And that's what spawned my morning show. I'm like, there's all these, there's all these contemporary artists of today that are so fucking great. I'm like, oh my, I mean, wow, good. That I'm like, I want to play them, but I just don't want to do a six hour in the corner dancing around show. Bell <laughs> House and Bell is for. You know, no, no, no. <laughs> let, let me have, let me do a real type of segmented show with a, with a you know a purpose and play these acts i have i have people who will watch people will watch it right but anyway that that was it that the whole pandemic twitch shows and they're still going on lots are still going on but they will yeah I, I do appreciate that it's kind of it's carried over into like becoming a more normalized thing like not as much as it was then because it, we depended on it but it's still it's still around and i think we'll always be now definitely changed our world as yeah. far as Media, multimedia took a big step up suddenly. You, it was face, it was MySpace. Oh yeah, and then it was Facebook. Yeah, then this happened. I'm live in your fucking house on your TV, on your phone, in your car, wherever you are. Twitch, Twitch.tv slash whatever the fuck it is. There you are, you know. And you don't even need membership. You just watch, you know. It was it was really cool. It still is, you know. So I'll yeah. bring still going strong. You'll yeah, you're gonna bring it back, right? Yeah, yeah. I still I have to do it. Heard that you were wanting to be a psychologist. Do you I have a, those uh, leanings or inclinations? I went to school for a while for that. Um, I, I quit college a couple of years in to pursue being a musician, mm. but uh, I never, I never relented on that. And um, I, I still call myself a psychologist. I could be put in jail for that. No, no, <laughs> I, I, no. I think that's an interesting thing in I, our community. I love that I, overlap, that correlation, and you know, yeah. it's like you are a therapist through music, clearly. Well, what I did was I, I, I took everything I ever learned. And I put it into what I do in life, you know, and on, there's, there's street level psychology too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Know people around you, what's happening. You read a room. I learned how to read a room. And that's why yeah. I get these huge gigs with these, these, you know, not Dave Batts, the goth DJ playing a show. No, we're talking like I'm doing a thousand people who are like your aunt, your uncle and your parents. And, and I'm getting away with it, you know, because I'm reading the room. So I know how to, I know, I know how to, um, I know how to get around and, and use use. No, I know how to uh, deal with people. And, and, I want to. Uh, I want to see your uh, vinyl collection for for the those crowds. What do you play for them? <laughs> I don't. No, no, no. I stopped playing vinyl. I stopped playing years ago. Actually, oh. I went to when I when I started doing um my vinyl. I don't bring my record. I don't bring my records. You don't. Okay. No. Well, I, once in a while, if somebody asks, I'll bring something over. But but you know th those records are original records from way back. You know, like 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 the, the real. Lager Tijanik Bauhaus 12 inch. Oh, wait a minute, I bought that in 1987. If, if why do I bring it up? Uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the now vinyl DJs they're they're rebuying all this stuff again so they can play it. Like, wait, what are you? Yeah. I, I went uh, I went digital like so many others. A while back, but I went uh, from vinyl to CD, and mm -hmm. I was CDs for years and years. But that I was still limited with my with my catalog, and uh, my and Sean Sean from New York. <laughs> 2015 he was laughing and pointing you know look at you you're scrambling to find your song look you know why don't you skip one of these just just give in you're like oh fuck so i gave in and i have this rad ipad and this rad controller and, and now i have 15,000 songs to choose from yeah. where i only had you know 500 so there you go I, I had to do it but my vinyl in a party like that oh i have earth wind and fire <laughs> yes I got, I got i got you know olivia and john and, and um, <laughs> I got a lot of 80s stuff that they like. Do you Don't have worry. Britney? No, not on vinyl. But I, <laughs> oh, no. I can play in my iPad. I have yeah, so so you feel like you must be, a, I mean, as a musician, like to play normal, quote unquote, normal music, that you have a streak for that. You have a taste for all kinds of music, it sounds like. Yeah, as as far as I'm saying retro stuff, like 1990. Oh, gotcha. no. So I'm I'm really just doing what I what I know. You know, I'm mean, you know, I, I, Genesis. Come on. <laughs> Sure. No, yeah, I have, I'll play that for you. So you know, I, I you know, and I listen to what they want. You know, I get I get paid, I get paid to play music. That's great. It, it's and it's often often I, I'm I shouldn't say this, but often I'm standing there behind the decks, my my electronic decks, you know, with this big speaker system, and and there's all these people grooving, and, and they're all like, you know, it, it's a it's a, a a retirement party or whatever the fuck it is, and I'm going I'm getting paid for this. Yeah, I worked harder at release the bats than this. 
or doing yeah. this they did it at the clubs what the fuck you know yeah. and it's so funny i'm not taking advantage of anybody I, no I, you're giving it. you're giving back it's great yeah i know what to do i i know how to handle my parents <laughs> oh my god that's a great fucking segue tell me I, okay i do like to ask people about this on the pod because it's like not just about our interests and our music but what's your family life like what did you grow up with any religion what's your relationship with your parents like hmm. no i was i was actually uh, born and born and raised atheist I, we had great no, wow no man there was there's a reason why i found out almost recently <laughs> somewhat recently because my mom um her dad was a strict catholic and she had gotten that is pregnant. often how that goes yeah she got <laughs> pregnant at age at age 18 in 1950 whatever yeah. with my with my older brother and she didn't love the guy blah 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 it was one of those things and you can't get abortion in 1959 so her dad the strict catholic made them get married and forced them to get a Catholic wedding, the whole nine yards. So Catholicism was shoved down her throat for via marriage, via having a child. Yeah. So that sucks. Over time, she, she, uh, you know, he died away and the grand, her dad died, whatever. But um, <laughs> over time, she just threw religion away. There's no religion in my house at all. And the only time my, my other siblings got religious would be when someone dies Oh, there's a tragedy. Oh, let's pray for God. What? You don't even have to pray. We tired of you. What are you? So I was luckily, luckily enough, born into a home uh, that I was able to use my own judgment and my own mind to gather whatever I wanted to gather. If I wanted to be Christian, I could be Christian. They'd probably give me a hard time about it, but I could have been. But I didn't. I tried that. I tried that path for a while. Mm. And uh, when I was younger, I, I, I've, I've been down a lot of roads. Um, I was... I, I was a card-carrying Satanist for the Church of Satan for a long time, too. Oh, but, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to know more about that, too. Yeah, the Satanist for a long time. Things like that. They're all in the radio werewolf. And so your but, Satanist you know, uh, situation was that you had a Satanist phase? Well, it's not really a phase. You just take a label off what you already are. There's no reason to call myself a Satanist now. What's the point? Right. Ooh, 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 scary. Who am I scaring? who cares you know, oh no I, I was just interested in like it, uh, <clears throat> like what what drew you to that and then also what made you leave it well what drew it to was Anton LaVey and how rad he was and the whole <laughs> he aspect. was like rad and a dick I don't well, know, we didn't know that. <laughs> right we didn't know that we when didn't was, yeah that's fair that's totally fair yes that's when I was in elementary school and 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 religious kids around me would talk about the devil or talk about whatever they talk about because they're they're being brainwashed by their religious parents. I'm over here with my Dio album, Holy Diver, going, well, wait a minute. Look at this. This and they're going, ooh, whoa. So by proxy, I am the devil kid. And oh, no wonder they want to come over and listen to records. They want to ride they want to ride their bikes and play outside, <laughs> whatever it was. Because I, I was into this dark thing, I guess. I didn't mean to be. I just thought it was cool. But, you know, one little friend couldn't come over to my birthday party on a Sunday. And I didn't understand oh. because I had to I have to go to church and then I have to go to Sunday school. Well, what the fuck is Sunday school? I didn't say oh, that. It was the worst. <laughs> so I had all these, you know, my friends were like being beat down with religion and all these other things. And I wasn't. So I was able with that to do whatever I, whatever I wanted. I'm pursuing my own path. You know, I went, I went Wicca. I went, uh luciferian i've been a saint <laughs> done all these different paths and stuff and it's all drawn me to one conclusion that i'm a just a human being with awesome powers just incredible powers of persuasion and um a rad voice use it <laughs> use what you have you're a human animal and you have uh, you have talent that's what a satanist is a human animal that has talent and knows who the fuck they are and i figured it out a long time ago when my voice dropped finally <laughs> I had a really high little nasally voice as a child. It's like a nine-year-old girl when I was 13. When it finally dropped at some point, I think it was probably in speech and drama class in school. I went, oh, wow. And they're all applauding. I went, oh, shit. And I realized I'm in control of this room right now. Whoa, look at that. So it's things like that. If you, if you dive into the, into the satanic Bible, everything I just said would make complete sense to a Satanist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... 
I don't need to put labels on myself anymore. I don't need to wear a, I don't need to wear a bathmat around town. I, I I still have a bunch. I have a big shirt that has it on. But you know, when I'm at Vons shopping with buying, you know, ice cream and beer, you know, and this little old lady next to me who could her daughter potentially hire me <laughs> to DJ their kids' party. Oh. <laughs> it's this weird complex situation I'm in. Okay, well then if you were on the psychology path, I'm curious more originally about Vesta's first question about your relationship with your parents. Were you a good kid, bad kid? All the above? Uh, yeah. Oh, gray, uh, yeah. gray area? No. Uh, you've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Huh. I was kind of like that. See, I see you know what? I see that for you. I do. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's not weird. It's not, it's, not, it's not strange. My brother was 10 years older than me. And my sister was eight years older than me. Mm. So in 19, in 19, you know, 1972, they were already 10. So by the time I reached 10, it's 1982. So what's going on in that world? You know, you got Oingo Boingo, you got Pac, Cheech and Chong, Caddyshack, all this pop culture of the time. So I'm being fed all this pop culture by these older siblings of mine. <laughs> he was all into Zeppelin. He's the one that got me into Rush. All this kind of like... Mm magical mystical music i didn't know that about at the time it wasn't he was it wasn't in the magic of misty he was on it was on drugs that's all it was he was on drugs but it was mm. the 70s 70s man you know 1980 my sister was on the soft cell and the new wave thing happening at the time she used to all go to all these clubs and stuff so i had all this stuff being fed to me so finding the cure was really no coincidence that was probably on the beaten path right there i'm sure my sister handed it to me when i was eight years old and i didn't even know it boy I was, you know, that type of thing. So finding all this cool new alternative music, which was my path. They were like, in my opinion, they were pop trendy. Mm -hmm. and I was going to ask if you felt like, did your siblings ever lean toward the goth side at all? No, not at all. No, no it's whatever. Okay. Fact, oh, yep. you know, my brother would call me a fag, you know. Oh, oh great. great. <laughs> and oh, well, all the cure, they were all fags and Bauhaus were all fags. According to these people, I'm like, you know, it's funny. They're all married with kids and blah, blah, yeah. whatever. Was, and also like really hot yeah exactly because <laughs> they look different they yeah. used the word back in the 70s and 80s like it was nothing you know like it was just i know i know nowadays we would the only reason i even said the word just now is because i'm peppering a story yeah, that's yeah exactly it's a, it's a time travel story it's a time machine. but you know so i, I you know i got a lot i got a lot of abuse not physical but a verbal abuse mm -hmm. from those about what i was into you know, he didn't understand the leather hats and leather jackets. Oh, when I started wearing skirts and, and fishnets and mm -hmm. lunch pail and looking like Ollie Wisdom and Johnny Slut for that time. Oh, my, my God. You did. Oh. I've, I've, okay. So I've only known you for like maybe, I don't know, 10 years or so, but it's still, that's still a while. Right. <laughs> so. Um, but I've seen all of your like photos from like before then and like, yeah, you were a full ass Johnny Slut situation. I only, I only, in a good way, but that's a compliment. Like he's Thank really you. hot. <laughs> Thank you very much. I always say, imagine if cell phones existed in 1990. Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my it's god! For the best. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, I looked really good. Oh yeah, <laughs> back then I was really cute. You, Belt you, skirts and chains. Yeah, that's the whole fucking yeah. <laughs> I can't seem to do it though. I only know Stephen. He's the only guy that knows to wear a skirt nowadays and get away with it. I cannot possibly fathom. Oh my god, Stevens! I he's actually supposed to do our theme music and hasn't done it yet. Oh good. Oh, it's gonna be great. I'm, I'm shaming. I'm publicly shaming him right now. He's supposed yeah. to done that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I think I, ex with the exception of Stephen, I think I've dated the other all the other skirt wearing men. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> There's not, there's not that many. It's not like I did that much. <laughs> that's hardcore nowadays. You know, you see, you see that. That's that's hardcore. That that person is into it. You know? I know. Well, wow. Tyler still does it. Respect. What's the was, story with the release the bats book? Is that in progress? Is that still on the burn? You know, we're so fucking flighty. I mean, that's the thing. We, we have <laughs> everything. Oh god, wrangling goths like we are flighty bitches. It we, is uh, a fact. <laughs> when, it, yeah, when it comes to certain things, we're like, oh yeah, it's it's working. It's in the works. What we need is we need someone to either A, light a fire under our ass or B, help and put it together for it. We don't know what the hell we're doing. We have everything we need, all the flyers, everything in the world, quotes, stories, neat stuff, photo, photos, photos. But to organize it, it's like it's 20 years. Mm -hmm. So do we go month to month to month or? Oh. Actually, real talk, Dave, I would be interested in helping you with that. Really? 
I'm not okay. I'm not going to promote my organizational skills because I don't have those. <laughs> I don't have executive function. That's why I haven't published my own chat books. But with um, helping someone else organize a pattern, I'd be really down to help you with that. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I have a I have a plan. It's gonna it'll be going to effect at some point. We keep saying that, <laughs> but it's gonna happen. And uh, you know, I just need a backer. <laughs> That's what I need. Right. Hey, somebody. Don't we all. Can, I do too. <laughs> So, well, we're going to work it out. We, you know, there, there's there's going to come time where we'll have time and uh, actually put it. What I want to do is I actually want to assemble it, physically assemble it with with tape and just yeah. put all the together and just hand this two 20-inch thing to somebody and have them scan each page and there it is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. Just like that. But that takes a lot of time. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't do crystal meth anymore, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, you can get Adderall if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually you know we, we've seen it for i don't know how many years now but it actually is going to happen and uh you know how come other how come other guys in other countries and states are writing books about california death rock whoa now i did don't hash, wrong, hashtag right? c-a-d-r <laughs> yeah i mean i dig it it's right on but you know and i i'm all about it i'm contributing as much as i can yeah but what no, the fuck dave for reals I, I would love to be part of that okay good all right i'll remember that Jobs are happening. I love this. <laughs> Unpaid jobs, which are all, all my jobs. But yeah, it, it's not, we have the when we have the book party and we get like free booze and food and stuff. Sweet. <laughs> That's what we get. That's what you get. So I'm, I know you've talked about this on like other like you get interviewed for stuff all the time, and it's probably you're used to talking about it. But tell me about the beginning you release the bats. You know, okay, so that story it, it doesn't get old. Um, honestly, <laughs> it, it, all it was was okay. So me and Jen. We we moved to we moved to Long Beach in 1995, and the the manager. Where did you move from? From Hollywood. So oh, okay. I, I, I yeah. was born in Long Beach, but after high school, I I, I moved to Long Beach. Uh, I moved to Hollywood to pursue my dreams. All right. And I and I got them. You know, hey, here we are. And uh, yeah, I went to be in a band. You know, and uh, but I went to college. Oh, let me move back. Oh, up. that. <laughs> then I went to Hollywood. Dropped out. My mom was broken hearted. Oh my god, I'm quitting college. <laughs> where it ran off to life college in Hollywood, but that's uh, lived there for a few years. Jen did. Jen moved from the Valley of Van Nuys to Hollywood. And this is all during the Helter period, 89, 90. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where we met. Blah, blah, blah. But um, around uh, 1995, around that time, I broke up with the girlfriend I was with at the time and uh, moved back home, moved back home to moms. Like, uh-huh. so people do. And, um, in 90, about 94, 95. And then uh, Jen was divorcing her husband at the time. So I, I, I grabbed her and we moved down to Long Beach in, in a nutshell. Yeah. And, and by the beach on 2nd and 2nd uh, second Street in Hermosa, really pitch and pad. Uh, later to find out it was riddled with mold and all kinds of things are wrong with it. But anyway, it was a cool deal for a while. Um, and the, But the manager of the place said, hey, you guys, you're all in that goth stuff and, law and punk and everything. Um, there's this bar called Kesara, and, and you should go to it. This 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 DJ called Rubber, or there's no this DJ called Hothead. This D is DJ I go Hothead from Club Rubber. She goes, well, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. So okay, let's go. So we're all done up and decked out. And let's go to this goth club three blocks from our house. Go wandering up there with some friends. Walk in the place. It's fucking Linda Linda LeSaber from Death Ride '69 is going out with Gene, who's Hothead from Club Rubber. In Orange County, this big bondage club. Yeah, remember that? So it's Gene, the or DJ Hothead. I'm like, oh my God. Linda's like, oh my God. Because I, I knew Linda from way back. We used to eat acid together way back in the old days. <laughs> 69 days. And so, oh my God, ah, this reunion's happening. So this manager hooked us up with the case of Raw. So we started going there. Uh, there was a goth club. It was, I wouldn't really, I would call it a goth club. Uh, it was a girl goth club. Back then it was called a dyke club, but well, you know, I don't think you can say that. Anymore. Oh, oh, I do know what you mean. Okay, but I, yeah, but it was, yeah. it was like kind of a gay night. That's that's right. accurate. Yeah. Okay. I know uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> so, but anyway, hey, what, whatever. So, Element played there, and QDFK played there. It was, it was like a whole little family. Yeah. We all knew each other from way back when. So it's really bitch and reunion that happened right there in our neighborhood. <laughs> so we started going to Kesara. Um, uh, Tuesday nights there was a thing called Tuesdays with Lou. And it was just me, Jen, and Jeremy. And we'd go over there and hang out with Luann, Luann the bartender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. that, 
Yeah, you know who Luann is. I love, right? I, uh, I do. I actually, yeah, also do. Yeah, she <laughs> once, right. We were hanging out with her and it was called Tuesday at the Lou where the jukebox was free. So we, we programmed the jukebox to what we want to hear. It was cool stuff. Lee went back and, you know, and maybe the social distortion, things, maybe stuff like that, whatever. The Smiths, I think we're in there. And uh, one night, Jeremy goes, hey, you know, it'd be kind of cool if, if she let us play records. And I go, hey, that would be cool. Let's ask her. Okay. So he goes, hey, you know, and so anyway, she said, yeah, sure. So next Tuesday, we showed up, started playing records. And that turned into this more people come in and it turned in that turned into mannequin. That's right. Oh yeah. Heather used to right. go to mannequin. I, yeah, I used to go to right. It is club called mannequin. So that's, that's what turned. In. So he, he kept going with mannequin. Now we had that already established. And then, and then we're at the bar one night, some off night and Luann and Benz were down there and, and they're all talking about Halloween next month. You know, they want to do, Hey, you guys, Hey, you're all in that goth stuff and la la la. You want to throw the Halloween party for us this year? What? You know, you can do whatever you want, you know? And we're like, oh, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Let's do, let's do like old school stuff, like death rock, you know, we'll have like 45 grave and this with it. Yeah. So we started just throwing ideas around. What should we call it? I don't know. Start throwing all these names around. At least the bats happened by happenstance. The song's playing a couple of days. No, it's later. so good. <laughs> yeah. A couple of days later, the song's playing and we hear that, oh, you know, that's what we should call it. Oh yeah. It's, it's like releasing bats. <laughs> like we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, so then I, I got whipped out some, I whipped out, uh, oh, so now at this point, now we're trying to find a band. I don't know. We're going to have, I don't know. Don't know. Who knows who's going to play? So we're asking around because, you know, this is brand new. This is just a one off of the case rock. Well, this band, friends of ours called Cinema Strange. Oh, yeah. They're, they're hot off their WG, WGT tour, their, their European tour, their, mm-hmm. their first leg of their career. And we've known these kids for years at this point. Hey, Lucas, you guys want to play Release the Bats? Is this new thing we're, we're going to do? Yeah, okay. So, cool. Got a band. But we had, we had no band booked up until like a week before. So on the flyer, it says, a band we can't mention because we literally couldn't. But, but uh, so, and so I got out, uh, I got my acrylic paint, model paint, and a, and a big pad of uh, canvas paper. And I started making the Release the Bats logo, you know, with paint. And I raced it over to Jeremy's house and he put his, he had a computer at the time. It's 1990. <laughs> Who has a computer or internet? What? You know, at that point, there's no dot whatever dot coms yet. Not a lot of them. It's just happening. So I raced over to his house. We stuck on a scanner and, and we, we reversed it to be, to be black and white. And then from the flyer <laughs> and then uh, told all the friends, you know, our band friends and people we knew in bands, we told them about all about it and they all came to Long Beach and, and it was just rad rad party and then uh it, it was really really good well like we didn't really expect that and I, I still kind of remember how fucking great it was like that feeling you know holy yeah shit. and because it was like we we lit a we lit a lighter just a lighter and everybody came and lit their fucking cigarette on like 250 people lit their cigarette on this lighter we just lit we're like holy fucking shit and Dinah Cancer's yeah, you guys, this is really cool. <laughs> that is a Luke. lovely metaphor, especially since it was dying of cancer. <laughs> you know, and like, oh, shit. So anyhow, um, Kay Sarah said, you guys want to do it again? We're like, yeah, we'd love to do it again. But there was nothing up until January. So we had to skip a month. And then January, we came back and, uh, and had this big, big to-do. So, so there was really only one in 98. But it was 99 when we actually started the whole series of this new thing. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were lucky because we were already been established, me and Shane, Jeremy, all our friends as musicians in this musician world of these bands. You know, we've, we've been going to clubs. At, well, this is 19 for over a decade at this point. So I might say, oh, we knew everybody. No, it's not like that. No, no, we knew a lot of people. So and they all came and they told their friends and they told their friends and they mm-hmm. told their they told their friends. So but we also marketed it, marketed it, marketed it, marketed it. In a way that was exclusive to what we do. We didn't, it wasn't like we weren't really spelling out what we're doing. It was like a picture. Like I still do to this day. It was a picture, the name, the yeah. logo. And no, I, have, I have noticed that like your event uh, pages or whatever, always just like, yep, release the bats, 21 plus death rock. Yeah. Like that's it. <laughs> that's, it was, it's, we do it on purpose. You know, it's very I know, I know. I love it. I love the fact that you had a format that you agreed upon as far as like, it's not a night of bands. It's one band. I know a couple of times you've had more than one band, but like that was yeah. the, 
that's the ideal for me. It's like you, you want to have like a mixture of both. You want to be able to like listen to the music to dance to, and then you want to mm -hmm. check out a new band. Yeah. Like, I will say, I will, oh God, I love this. I, you guys and part-time punks are pretty much the only clubs that like feature bands that I've actually like learned about new local bands from that I actually fucking like. Mm -hmm. And it's also not the focus of like, I don't have to go to somebody's show I've never heard of. It's like, we're going to an event. There happens to be a band. And pretty much every time, at least the best, I have then followed and like basically befriended that band. Yeah. Yeah, well, you trust the promoters. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it goes back to a, while, a long time ago when we would go out and there'd be a place called Club Fuck. And that's it. Heard of it, but never, yeah, oh, before my I, time. <laughs> I said, fuck, with a phone number. That's it. So if you knew, you knew. But you <laughs> trust those promoters. When you get there, something rad's going to happen. Now, we'd <laughs> advertise the band, don't get me wrong. We'd advertise the whole thing. But uh, I did that on purpose because as a musician in a band there's I, I don't I, I not that i don't like playing live i love playing live i don't like playing live with a whole bunch of bands because right. when you're first you're fucked if you're last you better be fucking great because they're all drunk if you're right in the middle you're you're in a big fucking mess <laughs> so i'm like no no, no, no. so it's all bad it's a lose-lose is what you're saying it totally is right so <laughs> everyone loses it's just not fun and, and I've, I've, so I've played so many shows like at the troubadour and the roxy yeah band. Whiskey and Wait, Dave, tell me about your band. I don't really know about your band life. Well, well, predominantly my bands. I've, I've been. I'm in a band called Element with Shane. Yes. That's yes, been. I do know Element. That's cool. been half our life now. And what I mean by that is, is it it, it doesn't come and go, but it, it we get it going and then we do things and it comes in waves. It'll never end. It just keeps going. But um, we 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 write new stuff and it comes out and we play some shows that we go away. You know. But there was a time we play a lot. A lot. Oh my god, a lot. Oh my god. That's what I was saying about the whiskey and all these all these fucking places. And then they dump you out in the parking lot. You know, okay, next band, next band. Yeah. No, no, no. So I said, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna have one band and that's it. And they can put they can use duct tape on the stage, they can bring they can bring props, whatever you want to do it. The stage is yours. You can leave all your gear standing right there on a guitar stand the whole night if you want. If you trust the audience around you, you know, go ahead, you know, don't touch the pedals, you know. But uh, purpose. But what what I learned was, and even myself learned this because I've played. I hate playing mono club. It's it sucks because you're the only band. So now you have to wait until eleven forty five to go to play for forty five minutes max. That's it. You now no more than that because they're gonna walk away. I swear to God, you're you're no. This isn't Bauhaus. No, come on. Right. <laughs> 45 minutes max. It's too small and too loud. That's the real reason. It's too small and too loud of a place. That's the real reason, honestly, God. Oh, the case of Rob bands have like damaged my hearing. Oh, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> 30, 30 minutes, 45 tops. And that's it. You're gonna, you have to wait all that time and you're the only band. So there's, there's nothing to gauge anything on. So it's rad DJs playing awesome music and then go, oh shit. You know, so it's this weird feeling. And a lot of bands, a lot of bands have told me it makes them nervous because like they're the only act. So they really feel like they have to really perform. And when they, mm. when they, when they quote, make it to release the bats and finally play there, unquote, it's really intense for them. And I'm, and they're going, Hey Dave, when should we go on? And I'm going, Oh, whenever it feels right. What? You know, cause it's, it's just, it's just bats. And I said, it's just, it's just bats. Don't worry about it. Do whatever you do. Just be I know cool. it's actually a very chill environment. <laughs> right. But these people from, you know, wherever they're from, they're going, uh, okay, well, uh, I guess I'll, uh, can't, <laughs> can't relax, you know? And, and, and I love that. I love that a yeah. lot. Yeah. And they're I, I got to tell you, I, the reason I met uh, Egrets, Egrets and Ergot, lovely uh, post punk LA band, what? was Release the Bats. And it was just like happened to be playing that night. And then I was like, holy shit, these guys are amazing. Like, we are, I am following you. We, I like, I don't know, we're not like close, we're friendly. Um, actually, the drummer lives next door to my ex. So he was around. <laughs> it's so like, our community is so tiny. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I want to have Adam on this podcast. And, but, cool. but, but Dave, you're the reason that we met. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. See? Yeah. See what I do? <laughs> I see what you do. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I love, I love hearing that. I really do. Because, you know, me doing it. When I'm there, it, you know, it was month after month after month. The night, those 20 years, honestly, I can, I can actually kind of say it went by so quick. Not like I'm done, 
but those 20 years, because I wasn't only doing that, it was, it was new church and it was also other yes. and then traveling, doing other things. I miss new oh. church. That was so fun. What? And also not in fucking long beach. So I always went, <laughs> but it was always about what's next. Okay. And what's next. Okay. What's next. Okay. What's next. So I, I didn't have time to stop and reflect, you know? So now I've had three years, what, four years now, huh? Or, or so. Oh from, yeah. From, from the, uh, you know, the reoccurrence or the, you know, what happens every month. <laughs> now it's just been fun things happening when they happen. And um, I've had a lot of time to reflect on stuff and looking back, like, fuck, that was really fucking cool. Oh my God. You know, that was exactly what I thought of when I was a kid, 16 year old kid going to clubs, not all ages clubs, don't get me wrong. And <laughs> going out and, and what I thought would be an ideal scenario. And I actually made it. I actually created it. Albeit it was the case of Ra. Okay. Uh-huh. It wasn't what you saw in those movies as a kid. In those, you know, it wasn't Madonna dancing at Danceteria. In oh, New yeah. York. It wasn't that. But, you know, still, nonetheless, everyone who went there, I know people who got married because of that place, who got divorced because of that place. Mm-hmm. I, who bands started, bands broke up. DJs got their careers started there. Bands got their career kick-started because of it. And I'm just going, oh, no, doing what I do. Yeah. But it all they've all told me this and I'm going, Oh my God, that's so fucking rad. Wow. Kind of feel like there was a element of release the bats too. And I know it's maybe the structure of case too, but there was a lot of sidewalk culture out. Outside. It was hella sidewalk. That's like a lot of like, that was part of it. It was there's no patio. So you're just like goths just smoking but, all over the fucking was, street, which is great. It still felt like intimate and enclosed and part of the, you know what I mean? It was just, well, yeah, a lot of those people weren't going in the club either. They weren't, they weren't. <laughs> okay so i gotta i gotta say this there was the same thing with uh rocky horror culture since the flesh the new art there were some people who were just the smokers who would show up and just like hang out maybe have like a weird pocket drink and smoke under the fucking marquee and that was it (laughs) there was was a lot of thing and that's yeah a lot of that because in the old days for 10 years there was kids kids like teens hanging out at the bus stop, drinking, drinking, or yeah. coming over and bumming money. And that would happen all the time. Or there'd be death rock, death, total hardcore death rock kids who weren't able, they were 20. Hey, Dave. I'd talk to them and stuff while they have one year to go. Or I'm only 17. My mom, I ran away from home. Oh, oh boy, don't, yeah. don't come, dude, I'm a fucking grown up. You know, fuck. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. You know, these were like, it was just this mad outdoor thing that would happen the last few years we've done it they, they, they've all grown up you know and not a right lot of kids, everyone is old now <laughs> yeah a lot of kids don't do that anymore it seemed like they don't hang out where they're not supposed to hang out it seemed like just there i can only speak of there yeah but and a lot of them made it in finally you know and and, and i buy them a shot of Jagermeister. <laughs> that's so cute i'm thinking of danny like cute death rock danny girl danny yeah oh, oh yeah she would like come in and help you guys because she wasn't old enough to... she's in england now yeah. i know yeah she's in england now that was such an adorable. Did I just throw you under the bus by saying that it, you were letting in a twenty-year-old? Whatever. Oh, we have a lot of kids in there. There's so, so many. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's part. cool. The kids fucking need it. I was sneaking into perversion at sixteen. Right. You know. Come on. And we we facilitated that for for a few. We only got in trouble once. It wasn't <laughs> no big deal. He was kicked out. No big. No biggie. Okay. But good. Was us, and they said, "Don't do that again." You know. But you know, it, it was no big deal. And they're all, you know, those kids are all in their 30s now. So I know. I guess <laughs> I'm one I'm one of those kids. I'm 34. So uh. there we are. So I have okay, the last anecdote of like I tried <laughs> to hang out with you and Jen, but like because you're fucking mourning people now, which is like, is this what happens to goths as we get older, like other human beings? Uh the last release of the bats, not the red party one, but the um in October, my boyfriend and I actually stayed in Long Beach because we were like, we're not going to like fucking go to this epic party and then drive back to Los Angeles. So we stayed there and we tried to have brunch with you and Jen and Evie and we didn't wake up in time. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> you guys went at like 11 or something. And we're like, oh, that's, uh, yeah, not, not conscious. Sorry. That's the curse. You know, that's the curse. Oh, I'm still a night walker. I know. It's all right. It doesn't matter. You know, it, it all it all matches eventually. <laughs> Are you saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna become a daywalker at some point in my lifetime? No, but I'm just saying it'll become easier. Mm. 
I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it'll just become easier, you know. Okay. You know, all it is, we're all trained because this freaking day job we had for all this time. Well, when I had like a normal ass day job, which was like five years, oh man, it was like literally painful every day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't miss it at all. Not at all. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of enjoyed this pandemic, except for the pandemic part. Exactly. That's, I think that's how (laughs) rad awesome time that sucked. It was a rat awesome time that sucks. That is so correct. There was no tracks to bats. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. There's no, no but everything was closed. We couldn't go anywhere. Huh. Right. The bats was, were contained. Yeah, really were. You know. And the few things the few things that were open, you know, weren't very fun. <laughs> or, you know, no. But I think mat. we we appreciated everything, every little thing though. And that's what was different. Because even if like a club was open and it could only let in like 30 people or like you have to like get food or whatever the weird constraint yeah. was, was like, yeah. hey, at least we're here. At least we're still together. At least this business is still existing. Yeah, I, I just look at it as it's just a time that we called, well, actually we called it, and Andy, Andy Smith actually coined it. The, no. great, the great pause. You know, that's we pushed pause. Everything we were doing in life. And now we've paused, we, you know, and it, we're, we're, we're going good again. That's great. Uh, I like that. But, uh, but you know, everybody got creative with masks and, and new ways of doing things. It it it, uh, it affected fashion. It affected everything we do. Oh hell you know, yeah! Personally, I loved walking into Trader Joe's with a full blown mask on and sunglasses. Yeah, and yeah. Know, was, <laughs> oh yeah, Dave. I totally forgot we were texting about this. You wanted to talk about like the change in in fashion stuff. The other day when I was talking about that, um, you know, I keep seeing all these people posting on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. These all these photos of old days or these 1980s, what are they called? Galleries, all these galleries of 1980s and the heyday of goth and the heyday of this and that. Oh, wait, wait a minute, hold on. Now I'm not saying I look like I did all this time, but I still do in a way. Yeah. Look, some, some of us are carrying it up forward, you know? Right. You know, I'm not saying that people have to go about their entire life looking like Johnny Slay every day. No, no, no. That's but a lot of work. I, it just seems like <laughs> people in the past 20 years have just who who step into the world and, and and mold themselves into what we've already been doing all this time. Yeah, gatekeeping. Okay, yeah. Hashtag gatekeeper. Here it comes. You know what? I actually am so okay with being called a gatekeeper because I get that way sometimes. And also I just realized that like because this is not a visual medium, once again, and I just showed you my like outfit for no real reason. And I was like, uh, day clothes. The point <laughs> of that was I still like like I could be in a goth club at fucking right. mid- midnight in case I look the fucking same. Yeah, I might look like. And I, I didn't dress up know. today. This is just clothes. Yeah, I, I I look like the roadie, but you know whatever. <laughs> right. You got a cool hat on. Yeah, I, that's you know I just can't have the hair. It's getting along. Yeah, 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 the hair's out. The hair's out on little, Zoom. Yeah, kind of a zoom mohawk. I'm just not seeing it when I go out and do things. And it, and I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about pre the, the pre great pause. The even pre-pan. ten years ago, I'm on stage. I'm on stage in New York City. And I have my big giant hair, you know, my Robert Smith looking hair that I, I, I try to do yeah. and had all this time besides mohawks and, she, and, the, and, or, and extremely short, you know, but whatever. I'm standing there. I'm the only guy at, in, in front of 800 people that has vertical hair. I don't see oh, any, yeah. no vertical hair. What happened to vertical hair? Where's the <laughs> hair spray and the, and the fucking crimper? They still make crimpers. <laughs> yeah. I out, oh, I, I love my crimper. I went out just the other night and I'm not, I'm not ripping on the club by any means, but I was there at, and I was with a couple hundred people and everyone didn't have a look. They had look like they do now. What happened to how we used to look? I'm not saying people have to look like they used to look. I'm just saying that what happened to the way we used to look? Yeah. Why are people so afraid? Are you, are you afraid of something? Why are, why, high maintenance what? factor. That's my yeah. opinion. So <laughs> my, no, my theory is that I think, people are able to dabble more now than they used to you had to like if you're going to be a part of this subculture community it was like this full-ass commitment and now that's not really the case it's cell phones now you can have- <laughs> you're just gonna blame the children and their phones I'm blaming the cell phones <laughs> it's a cell now phone you can go somewhere and have well, the- it, it actually uh, is a little bit of an instagram problem of like i mean i don't know i actually think it's both negative and positive i actually thought about this a lot i do appreciate the access that people have to like whatever it is whatever subculture you need because anyone who is sort of in need of some kind of subculture usually needs help finding it Mm -hmm. and 
the internet has done well for that, but also it makes people, I think, dabble more as opposed to like actually find their place. Like somebody is more likely to like dress up goth for a night as opposed to like, that's just how you look all the time. So, yeah. There, it, yeah, I'm, you know, there's always been posers and they're <laughs> by definition posing at something they're not. And well, I that's get what it. Instagram is a man, literally, yeah. literally, literally not figuratively. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I go to big festivals and it's a poser fest and WGT is posers left and right. Yeah. That's, oh, I, I do want to go though. I still have not gone and I really do want to. Yeah. And, and oh, it's, it's, it's something, but yeah. <laughs> that's day. I'm not saying they're all posers, but I'm, it's all cost. <laughs> that's, it's, oh man. And I have a lot of feelings about that in terms of bats day. Cause I've been doing that since I was like 14. I, there's some people who will go full corset Victorian cause they like made a cosplay for that day basically. Right. Whereas yeah, I am just like, I just go like extra death rock in public during the day or whatever. <laughs> what Noah has done with Bats Day is absolutely incredible. And fucking yeah. it's we, we had him on here recently. He was one of our first guests. I love him. He's my, he's my, he's my buddy. I love him. <laughs> honestly. And um, what he's done with that whole thing, which just started out with a stupid idea of me and us and him and his friends. All of us I know. Going, that's all it was. And we were the only ones on acid, me and her. That's, it. <laughs> That's all it was, you know, and, and to be death rock dudes, getting people, crazy people at Disneyland. That was it. Because like we used to do when we were younger. And, but this time we didn't get, we didn't get hassled by the sheriff. We, we didn't, I, I didn't get thrown in jail this time. I mean, I've been in Disney jail twice. It's not You've fun. been in, oh my God. It's a real sheriff station for real. Really I've, I've, I have heard legend of Disney jail, mostly from some, you know, goth friends on drugs. Oh yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I've thankfully never been to it. I've been to real jail though, but whatever. <laughs> you know those old cops, those old guys with the blue shirts and they have that Mickey Mouse badge. Don't tap on it and make fun of them. Well, what they are. Yeah, maybe don't, Dave. And they, are, they, they go, they go, the next thing you know, you're going to whisk off down Main Street behind the fucking train station. Oh, oh shit. my God. <laughs> oh, no. They're going to call your fucking parents now and you're tripping on balls and acid. Oh, no. Luckily, luckily I got it though. So check it out. They weren't looking. I wasn't handcuffed. There was this. There was this moment, and I got up and just walked out. And no one. <laughs> and I just kept walking and went out the gate up to the parking lot because there was no downtown Disney. None of that was there. There was a big parking lot, and just kept walking and walking and walking and made it all the way out to West Road and kept. I fucking made it. However, keep in mind this is 1980. So your Disneyland ex-con is what you're telling me. No, no, it makes sense. Something. There's no cell phones. There's nothing, right? And my friends have bailed. They're gone. I'm, I'm the only asshole that got put and got popped. <laughs> now I'm walking down to beat. No, where am I? I ended up on Beach Boulevard somewhere. <laughs> I walked to Knotts. I mean, if if anybody listens, knows where knows Orange County, Disneyland to Knotts. Heather does. Heather's more Way, way off the beaten path. You mean? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to. I was tripping. I just walked and walked and walked. Finally found a payphone. there's a million of them at the time but i finally found one i could comprehend and got a hold of a friend who finally was able to get me i don't know how long that took. oh i busted out of jail but no i didn't i just got locked out they wandered out of disney jail <laughs> that's all it happened <laughs> respectable that's amazing that's, that's where that chicka chicka ferris miller thing comes in <laughs> that's why i did high school too oh man well so dave is a disney ex-con should we wrap it down on that note <laughs> on that note <laughs> yeah i have two awesome things coming up july 3rd uh release the bats is partnering with dust bunker again at don oh. over there we did halloween uh with dust bunker it was me and shane and frank Brocktoon. oh yeah dave i will have you know the only time i've ever gone to bunker was when you when they partnered with bats <laughs> it's like i'm so not a bunker person so yeah, here's, yeah. There, here's another uh, reason to go yeah it's a gigantic big room huge room i think it's it, there's a there's about there's two balconies on top it's really bitching and it's just nothing but rad rad music being pumped on you wait and what venue again at don quixote where the fuck oh, is that where is it's that only, it downtown no not even downtown it's by the old sears building they're burning in la somewhere it's oh uh, fuck oh yeah. that, that weird ass place i did go to your event there last time it's a weird yeah. place yeah <laughs> Are, but you know it's it's sort it's of a rave atmosphere it feels like a yeah, rave. yeah it's weird okay with cool thousands, that place thousands of the cure at a rave but putting frogs on all that stuff so as the night progresses the music is harder and harder it's pretty cool so mm -hmm. we're doing that july 3rd with them and i think it's like 15 bucks to get in it's dirt cheap 
then we're going to be in New York. We have we have something else in between that, but I, I just can't talk about it. But then we're going to be in New York in, uh, for uh, September. What's what's the holiday? Dude, I'm going to be in New York in September. Labor Day weekend. Oh, Labor Day weekend. oh is that? Oh, that might be before. I'm it's the beginning. It's the first of September. Okay. A murder of crows, and we have twin tribes. Dave, I, I might a... actually be in New York for that. You have to go. <laughs> No, yeah. I, I already have plans to be in New York in September. That's fucking great. Oh, it's so bitching. It, it, you know, it's our, <laughs> our uh, little tiny mini WGT. Little tiny. Yeah. Little graphic traffic in a, weird, in a weird way. All right. I'm doing it. I'll be there. I think it's Labor Day weekend. Is that what is it? September? Labor Day yeah, weekend. It's the very first weekend. It's the very beginning. Yeah. Okay, cool. Doing it. Murder of Crows, 2022. We didn't get to go last year. They threw it last year without us. Dicks. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing that. Actually. <laughs> right. All right. I'm back, baby. Look out. You know, and I'm I'm the MC. They have me on stage the whole time. They have me. This should be funny. Oh I'm back. Look out! So I have to go with funny jokes. <laughs> funny jokes. Cool. Do you have any other events coming up, or so uh, those two, the Halloween and then New York? Those are the two biggies. But um, cool. in between there, I'm doing a. I do first Fridays. If anybody's local oh. in Long Beach, first Fridays. I'm on. I'm on Atlantic Avenue at this place called the Cheese Factory. No, no, it's called the Cheese Addiction. Cheese Addiction. <laughs> And I'm doing, I do total 80s music, all the rad 80s on the sidewalk. Cool. Um, this guy hasn't called in a long time. Scam likely. Yeah, he used to call me all the time. Oh, oh fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. It's really fun. It's free. You know, bring the kids, bring the dog. It's fun. Cool. You know, we, we luckily don't have kids, but yeah. <laughs> get some. We, you know people with some. Get some? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it just, that was Disneyland a few years ago. There's lots of Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> well, and, I think it was nice to meet you finally, like officially. <laughs> Yeah, we'll I see know. each other. I love introducing people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see each other in person. Oh, yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, hey. that fucking guy. Yeah, and then we're going to, like, rope your wife into this some other yeah. time. Yes, yeah, you need to talk to Jen. She's fun. I know. <laughs> I love your wife. She has all kinds of fun things to talk about. She has really, but she has better stories than I do. Oh, I know she has good stories, yeah. <laughs> ask, her about, ask her about Roz in the back seat of the car. Oh, shit. Yeah, at 7 yeah, that, Oh, that my was, God. Yeah, Harry, Harry Roz and the G-string in the back of the car going to 7-Eleven. That's oh, the boy. story. Yeah. Sweet. I'll set it up with that. I'll talk to her <laughs> Teaser for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for coming to Open Graves, both Dave and the fucking uh, listeners who might may or may not be here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having me. Yeah, cheers. Bye. Into the night.